Welcome to uh, What Did I Miss? We are taping a podcast today, um, not about sports. We taped a podcast yesterday, uh, yesterday being Tuesday. We sat down at about 11.40 a.m. local time here in Texas to tape it. And unbeknownst to us at that time, an absolute hell show was happening about 75 miles from here. So um, talking about sports today didn't feel right. And... um, but what didn't feel right was to just go and hide and cry by ourselves because this keeps happening and we've been through this so many times before and it's never going to end. And so we thought, well, if we don't talk about something, what are we doing? So Gabe and I are, uh, we're on here today, um, maybe sort of a just getting some of this out, um, asking questions. I think being quiet and lulling ourselves into a numbness is exactly what people want us to do. They want us to get so used to this that it doesn't matter anymore and we just accept it as the norm. I can't, I won't, I won't. This is a country that prides itself on being quote unquote number one. Um, doesn't feel like it, doesn't look like it. Uh, I would I would venture to say a bunch of people living in Uvalde this morning don't feel that either um, or Buffalo or Southern California. So we're gonna just try to talk our way through this one and um, yeah. It needs to be. It, it needs to constantly be brought up. I don't care if people roll their eyes anymore. Gabe, I know, I like, Gabe and I, are, I think politically we're pretty, we're almost similar. I think where we differ is I do have some conservative tendencies. Like I, I own guns. I own handguns. Um, I've been taking training. I've been doing a, a private training with a former cop who is a man who hands out felony warrants. He spends his off days teaching teachers how to handle weapons if they want to arm themselves in classrooms, because that's where we, of course, are headed uh, as a nation. So I am in the middle. I am not, as many people want to say, woke or a libtard or liberal. I don't want to take away all your guns. I don't want to do any of those things. I just want us to do something. Um, Like you're watching this. I mean, obviously, California just had something happen a couple of days ago, Gabe. Like, it doesn't matter what state we're in. I mean, Texas is getting the spotlight today because obviously it just happened, but it's every single state, every single place in this country, every safe haven, every building of worship, a grocery store, a school, everything, nothing is off, off limits. And we've done nothing. Like you woke up yesterday. We did this. You went to, you have children. Like, what did you think about all night? Well, uh, not really prepared for this Beetle. I'm, you know, known you for about a decade. I've been a producer. I like to give you silly ideas and goofy things to talk about on the air. I don't I don't put a whole lot of what I think out into the world and this is a hard one to step on and talk to you about. Um you know, I well, I yesterday happened to be my anniversary. So I posted a picture on Instagram, a picture of my kids, and like a few hours later, it just seemed absurd to be bragging about this family I have. But, you know, it's out there now. I'm not going to do. Um, and I was texting you and Paige um, the end of the night. Just trying to let you know that, you know, we have this history of working at, you know, one of the bigger media companies out there and, and it did a lot of good for both of us. But one of the things that I think always frustrated both of us was that we had to be mindful of what some larger power thought, you know, and and 
is it worth talking about this? Is this the right show for this? Should I say something about this? This was a, a question I watched you contemplate many times. Um, and I texted last night, like, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have that conversation. I just, just say what you got to say beads. And then I just want to hear what, what you're thinking. Right. I don't know if that answered your question, but. Well, look, I mean, no, but look, you can't, because that's the thing about when, when these things continue to happen over and over again, it, it puts obviously everything into perspective. Um, it should never make us feel guilty or silly, like for celebrating our anniversaries or celebrating our beautiful children or any of those things. We should be angry. We should be pissed. We should be loud. We should be doing something. Like we we vote these humans, these people to protect us, to have our best interests at heart. Some of us actually still, God bless you, believe that they do have our best interests at heart. They do not. And they've proven it time and time again with the priorities that they deem important, with the actions that they've decided to take or the inactions that they've also decided to take, the money they've decided to pocket from the various organizations. They tell you each and every day that they don't give a damn about any of us. They don't give a damn about our old people. They don't give about our young people, nothing. And sadly, I think the only way maybe anything would ever change is if something were to happen to them, to their loved ones, to their children, to their families. Maybe that's the only way because two days tomorrow was supposed to be the last day of school for these children, these fourth graders. So they're in there doing last week of school stuff, having a great time, celebrating another school year after a two-year shit show that we already went through for COVID. They're having just the last week of school before they become fifth graders. And then a monster who was allowed legally to buy two assault rifles for his 18th birthday, happy fucking birthday, was allowed to do that and was allowed to buy hundreds of rounds of ammo, hundreds, and no red flag. Nobody in a store said, hey, bud, what are you going to do with all this? Why do you need all these things? All, all within days of each other. There's no system in place to flag him. As a matter of fact, I've learned a lot myself the last few days living in Texas. I didn't realize I don't even need a permit to carry a gun. That passed last year. I was in a gun store on Sunday. I asked a lot of questions. I didn't know I could buy as many guns as I want to. That the process takes, and I'm not kidding, seven minutes and I have a deadly weapon in my hands and I'm getting in my car and I'm driving away. But I have no bad intentions. They don't know that. They didn't ask me that. They don't know what my morning was like. They don't know if I had been heartbroken or pissed off or road rage. Or, they don't know any of those things. But they hand us these weapons and we walk away. And this 18-year-old legally was allowed to do that. No one's trying to take away all guns. This is a stupid divisive argument that has been put in the middle of this thing to just pit sides against each other. Nobody's asking for that. We're asking for logic. We're asking for effort. Do something. Uh, 20 babies died in Sandy Hook. It's been a decade. We've done nothing. Nothing. You haven't even pretended. If anything, we've made it easier. They won't even vote on this. Steve Kerr last night spoke for so many of us. It wasn't left and right. It wasn't blue and red. Do something. Just do it. It's not about your power anymore. You don't give a damn about any of us. We have literally, in 11 days, had five, 
mass shootings, 11. We've had 27 school shootings this year alone. We are in May. Oh, well, gun control. Fine. You know, I don't don't fucking call it gun control. Call it whatever the hell you want. Call it logic. Call it. Let's try to be great again. Let's call it whatever you want. Nova Scotia had an AR-15 incident. One. They outlawed AR-15s, period. It's not a gun we need. I don't need it. You don't need it. Nobody needs it unless you're a soldier. I know you don't know what you're talking. I know I very much know what I'm talking about. I grew up here. I have a family who collects guns. I have shot them myself. I have taken lessons. I have asked questions and I have done exactly what you're supposed to do legally. I know what I'm talking about and I know what we don't need. And I know that this shouldn't have been allowed to happen. Where's the group that's in charge of monitoring social media? We all of these kids, you know what they have in common? Nine times out of 10, they're posting images of their violence, of their guns, of their fascination with death, of hatred. It's on the fucking Internet. It's a red flag waiting to be seen that no one sees until today, the day after it all happens. Where's that group? We've got groups monitoring phone calls. We've got groups monitoring brown people around the fucking world. Where's the group monitoring young American men? The ones on social media who brag about this shit, who are so enamored with weaponry and ammo and guns and what they can do and mass murder. Where are they? Because I'm sick and tired of that as well. I don't want to wake up tomorrow and be like, well, there were 75 red flags and the cops were called and this and that. No, enough. Make examples of this. I, do <laughs> We're to the point now where I'm like, just do anything. This is unacceptable. It is. It affects every single person in this country. It's not about rich and poor. It's not about black, brown, and white. It's not about male or female. It is all of us. None of us are safe. I don't care what you want to say. Good guys had guns yesterday. That argument's garbage today. They shot at him three times. He still got in, and he still slaughtered 21 people. So the good guys with guns thing fuck man it makes a great movie scene and in a perfect world sure it happens every once in a blue moon where the right person's in the right place at the right time but most of the time it doesn't matter and no one's going up against that assault rifle and no one's going up against body armor and we aren't going against these people anymore they want to be dead they want to be heroes they want to be glorified the last one in buffalo had a list of all of the other mass murderers before him as if they were celebrities of some sort just do something. I'm so angry. I'm so pissed that we don't get to just live here, that we're having to worry about shit like this that shouldn't be. We should be on here today talking about sports. We should be on here talking about the NBA. Those kids should be in class today having whatever last fun days of class they were going to have. Those people in the grocery store should have been allowed to go home and see their loved ones and how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of others that never made it. I'm over it. I'm like, I'm over it. And I'm, don't tell me to vote because it's ridiculous. I, we keep voting. Nothing has changed. They've done nothing. But I hope everyone enjoys their little meeting this Friday. I hope you understand the irony of a group that prides itself on the ability for all of us to arm ourselves to the teeth, not having guns at your very own meeting. Well, why? Is it dangerous? Is there something to be scared of? People with guns, is it scary? I'm just sick of it. And I, uh, I will continue to take my lessons. And that's where I am the most confused. 
because there's a part of me that says, God, I don't want to have this. I don't want to live in a world where we have these things. I don't want to feel like I need a handgun to protect myself. But I, do, I, I, I think I do because no, I don't know what else we're supposed to be doing anymore here. We have completely lost our way. And um, telling the world that we're great and bragging about how wonderful this country is, just stop. Just fucking stop. It's not. We are, we are a head and shoulders above everyone in this category. Um, there's nothing even remotely coming in second place to what we do here on a daily basis. And it's just May. We're not even halfway through the year. So, yeah, I, um, it's, it's odd to me because people talk about their rights. Like (laughs) we've, we've literally banned so many things that have nothing to do with murder, like books. and, And this is just in the last six weeks, we've been telling people what they can and cannot do with their bodies, what, what it means to value life, uh, what it means to love your neighbor, all while just grinning through this bullshit because at the end of the day, none of it matters. Because as long as this is allowed to continue to happen with zero change whatsoever, then the message is very clear. They don't give a damn. And it feels like we're very much on our own. And that's a very helpless feeling. Today's all you can do today is give blood and donate. Rinse and repeat. Um, the next person who sends a thought or a prayer, I don't, I'm not going to be responsible for the words that come out of my mouth. They're worthless. They are worthless words. They are as worthless as the garbage pictures and posing opportunities these people are going to do today and for the next several days while these families mourn and plan funerals for 10-year-olds. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about it because I don't know what else to do. I'm just over it. Look, again, you and I have worked in this business for a while, and the, the trouble is that usually we're incentivized to move to the next topic, whatever is more timely, whatever is going to keep people watching. And so one of the, (laughs) you asked what I thought yesterday. One of the things I was sort of fixated on, I'd like your opinion on, was like, okay, what responsibility do places that cover the news, we, we tend to cover sports, I wouldn't think too many people are coming to this show for their news, what responsibility do the places that cover news have to just stay right. on this? Because politicians respond to what the people in in the world are consuming and mm-hmm. caring about. And if today or tomorrow or the next day, when, whenever somebody over at a network wants to move on to a primary race or Ukraine or COVID or all the other things that are worthy conversations, when they want to move on, should they? Should they just stick right here and stay on this one until something like you said, something actually happens? What do they owe people? Because I, I was I kept wondering if I had the kind of job I used to have at a sports well, network, at a news network, would I stand up in a meeting and say, guys, sorry, just point the cameras at, at Congress. Just stay there. Put a graphic up that says not talking about the thing we're all thinking about. Yeah. Follow them around. Yeah, follow them. I mean, look, it's the problem with this topic, much like so many now in this country today, is that we are so angry at each other. We are hateful towards what we have deemed the, quote, other side of things. And there have been words that have been attached to 
guns specifically? Because the sad part is we could talk about seven different topics right now and have the same conversation about the hatred and the divide that has now that exists. But for today, it's guns and it should be for until something happens. We have attached words, gun control, background checks. Those are just normal words. They only have as much meaning as you allow them to have. But because we live in a world now where two sides have adopted just a vernacular, their buzzwords, their trigger words, if you will, the other side doesn't listen. Because I've had this conversation with loved ones. I've had the quote unquote gun control conversation. And before I even really get to say much of my opinion, well, you know, limiting the guns, I didn't say limit everything. I didn't say take away all of it. But one side is so ready to defend their right to just bear all the arms. And the other side wants to have the conversation of, hey, let's maybe we talk about this specific one. Maybe we make it a little bit harder for you to get this mass murdering weapon. They won't even listen. We're in a place now where there's no progress, none to be made. And 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 Steve Kerr said it, like both sides in this particular moment, they're so worried about the power, this individual ball of power, that where nothing is happening. And meanwhile, while they're doing that, while they're sitting in their cushy little offices and they're having dinners, expenses all paid by us, the schmucks that are paying them. They're doing all these things. Nothing changes. And we continue to bury citizens, innocent people who had zero business being murdered for no reason. Just wrong place, wrong time. We, we can't even have the conversation, Gabe. And that's the problem. I would say leave it on there 24-7. I'd say send a camera after every single one of these people. You proudly voted against even listening to this, this bill? Great. Then our camera's going to follow you for the rest of your term, period. Until you can come up with a reason or an excuse, or you can look in the faces of these people and tell them why you couldn't even be bothered to have the discussion about it. I think we know a lot of them why. And it's not that hard to go and see what what kind of money these people are making on the sides here by the various groups. That's not hard. And it's it go, it's it's a tale as old as time in politics. But we allow them to just give us these buzzwords, these, oh, that wouldn't matter. And show me that it wouldn't matter. Show me where the data says that if I take away one thing, it doesn't affect other things. Show me that in any other capacity of life where I take away something and it doesn't have an effect. I don't know of such a place. Okay. Because I've also seen it in other countries. They've taken away certain things. That certain thing didn't happen again. Or if it did, it didn't happen as much. The idea that we continue to allow them to feed us this bullshit about that doesn't work. That does. And dismiss it so condescendingly as if we're just idiots out here. God forbid asking for you to do anything. Oh, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. Well, then do something that would work because you're not you're not only just squashing any ideas that are being had. You're not even coming to us with any other ideas, suggestions, nothing. So we just stuck. We are just stuck here and nothing changes. And, and I know that there's that tweet that's gone around now since 2015 or whatever it was that said the day we just accepted babies being killed at Sandy Hook was the day we knew nothing would change. And it's such a, a, a morbidly honest and truthful tweet and it, nothing's changed. He's right. He was right then. He's right today. We, we don't care. We do not care. There are too many people who are so hung up on the notion of losing rights 
And don't get me started in the irony because they don't have a problem taking rights from other people for a variety of different reasons. But this particular topic of gun ownership, so afraid of this idea that they're they're coming to take your guns. Who's coming to take your guns? No one. We're just asking it that it'd be a little bit harder to buy a gun than it is to buy a beer because this asshole yesterday couldn't buy a beer, but he was able to buy two murdering weapons with tons of ammo. And, and to not see why that's wrong or to not even entertain the conversation of why that is wrong is absurd to me. Just listen. Put, I get it. You got hundreds of thousands of dollars that tell you you need to just shut up and keep, the, keep it going. Status quo. I get it. But maybe, maybe we all just kind of do the jobs that we put you there for to give a damn. And I'm telling you, until it happens to them. It's so sad because I it, like nobody wants this to happen to anybody. I don't. And I have a lot of anger in me today, a lot of anger and a lot of hate. And I feel all of it. I don't even want that to happen for somebody to have to get the lesson. But I, I don't I don't know what else because this isn't working. These are just faces to them. These are just another flash in the pan, another 19, 21 people that they'll never know. and They never knew. And that they won't have to actually mourn. And so <laughs> we just keep going with nothing. I really believe in my idea of somebody monitoring social media for these people. I really do. At, at the very least, can we start doing that more? Because there, there are always signs. Yeah. Always. They're all fascinated with guns unhealthily. I'd like to offer you a little bit of optimism here. Um, or something that gives people a little bit of agency. And I haven't fully hmm. thought this through, but um, let's see if I can get this out. So, so I was. Um, <laughs> That's what today's for. I was in high school when Columbine happened. All right, so uh, I believe I was a junior, and so that that like affected the way that I experienced high school for about a year, and uh, and then you know I I became an adult and. A lot of these stories happen. You've named several of them. And um, most of them were just sort of bad news, you know? Like, it's it hadn't been personal again. Columbine felt very right. personal. Then uh, it was a long time. And, um, you know, t- today, I'm, f- I'm 40 years old. And um, my, my kids go to school now. And... Um, you know, I sent them to school today and you're right that nothing really meaningful has changed in that entire time. But here's the thing. I, I came of age with this phenomenon. I have now grown into the kind of adult who has the, at least if you believe in democracy, has the power to do something. I have money. I have the ability to campaign and to speak up. I get to sit on a show like this with you and share my opinion from time to time. And there's a lot of people right now with a lot of power who are exactly like me. They were in high school or middle school, maybe college, um, when Columbine happened. And they have children, young children in schools right now. And so we're the people who feel this in every end of it as the as the 
sort of terrified person in the school or the terrified, the scared parent who, you know, sends their kid to school. So I think, I think there's a different group of people putting right. pressure on those in charge now. I think it's people like me, like you, somewhere between powerless and scared and too old to see the ability to change it. I'm curious what you think of that, because I, I, I'm hopeful that maybe there are mm. enough people right around this age who understand this as a 20-year thing that's affected every stage of their life and can force people to do something. I mean, it, it is, sadly, it is my only hope that that is what is happening, that, that that's coming, that this next crop of policy changers and makers will also be, sadly, the ones that have been molded by what we now have just accepted as our normal in this country, that mass shootings are just a part of the American <laughs> landscape, you know, uh, nothing to brag about, nothing to be proud of, but something we've accepted um, as, as just like a rainstorm. It just keeps happening over and over again. And so that is literally, literally the only thing that I can look to with any kind of optimism because we don't have ter like term limits, forget it. Like these, these people are being allowed to stay there until they rot and pass away. Like basically that's sort of where we are. And so those mentalities won't change. What worries me though is money, the almighty dollar is never going to lose its power. And I would hope that the way those people, that this next crop, feels or has felt or they felt when they were in school or the ones that were actually in schools where a shooting did take place, um, like Parkland. I, I hope they never forget that fear and what that was like and that they're never able to be swayed or bought because it's, it's the only hope we have. Nothing else is going to change at this point. I, I And I know people want to, you know, poo-poo it away and just make it all a mental thing. Um, sure, that that can be, I'll give you that. You can be your 1A if you want. One's guns. You want a 1A, the mental part, we can talk about it. I do think there's something to be said for the lack of humanity or respect for life that we see in these, uh, and I'm not going to call it a tragedy again. Tragedy is a car accident in the middle of a highway. It's something that sometimes happens. This is just normal. This is a normal thing now. It's not a tragedy and it's not an anomaly. It's what we have. And what I've seen in it, there is a, I, I, wa I watched the, um, the video of the piece of shit that killed everybody in Buffalo and his first person video that he had. And it was disturbing, not because we already knew how this was going to play out, for the video game-like callousness that was sort of carried out through this, I think it was like, five, six, seven minutes that I saw. Uh, I don't know how you fix that either. Like, I don't know how you instill in future generations of young men, and it's men. It's it, We're not going to argue that. That's what it is. How do we fix whatever's broken in the minds or the mentalities or the thinking that it is just normal to go and do this, to wipe out groups of humans like a video game Tap, tap, tap. That's a thing, too, that I think is a, is part of this 
gigantic epidemic that we have made for ourselves. And I have no answers for that. I don't know what you do with that. But I know there is a complete lack of empathy or respect for life that doesn't make sense to me, that started somewhere uh, and should be addressed and figure that out. Because if you don't, this will never stop. This goes on forever. Luckily, I'll be dead in a few decades. So I won't have to worry about this anymore. But it's not going to change if nobody does something about it now. And so it's just, I, I'm I, to me, there's so many parts to this. One is the issue of getting these guns as easily as these people have. That is 1,000% a problem. Um, and then we can talk about the rest of the stuff as it trickles down. But God, I hope the future generation of policymakers is, I hope they have balls made of steel. Because unfortunately, there are still some of these assholes in charge that are, you know, in their 40s and, and young 50. They're going to be there for another 20, 30 years because they aren't going anywhere. If we don't make them leave, they're not leaving. So they're going to have to fight them for at least a couple more decades. And I hope that they have the, the chutzpah and the stamina to do that because they are, <laughs> they are very strong in their alliance yeah. to do nothing. Well, you know, you brought up Steve Kerr earlier. Um, I'm not trying to force sports in here, but, but to be honest, I, Ugh. Chris Murphy, Senator from Connecticut is another one that comes to mind, but, but, Steve Kerr probably yeah. said the most, the thing that the most people are feeling and agreeing with today. Um, and so I guess, again, to put a little bit of optimism into this, is it possible that Steve Kerr, you know, has no issue sharing his opinion and potentially alienating half the people who root for no. him or his team? He, he doesn't care. And I would expect that Steve Kerr will continue yeah. to get more and more involved politically he. whenever he's done coaching. I could see him being involved in politics. He's made that talk about normalizing things. I think he's normalized mm -hmm. the idea that that's like a totally viable and great way to be. And that some of his teammates who've just gotten famous and rich and then, you know, are playing golf all day long, like maybe that isn't the way to be. And I think that <laughs> that takes a generation or two, but I, I'm hopeful that the Steve right. Kerrs of the world are actually going to inspire athletes or other types of famous people to go, wait a minute, I need to plug in on this issue. And I, I don't even know if I'll agree with them on a lot of their issues, but just to use it a little bit more. You know, you've you've fought yeah. against this a bunch in your career, like the stick to sports yeah. thing is something I know bothers you. But like, don't don't you think that there are now more people than ever before who could bridge yeah. from being famous for sports or sports media to actually being in a position to do something about this? Don't you think that could happen? I do think it could happen. And I do think we see it beginning to happen more and more. Unfortunately, what's happened as well as a part of that is that the the, the part there's the side that doesn't want to hear it. I don't have time for that. It's they don't even listen. So, for example, what Steve Kerr said last night, if you listened to it wasn't an attack on one side or the other. It was 100%, all 50, all 50 of you senators are about to take a summer vacation and for the next, again, going on three years, had not addressed this bill that's sitting there waiting to be voted on. That's all he said. Do your damn jobs. Like, what are you there for if it's not that? But unfortunately, because of this atmosphere we've made, 
So many people probably saw Steve Kerr being upset on the day of another school shooting that they just equated it with, oh, God, liberals going to talk about this and take away the guns. And, and they don't even listen. But if you did listen and you're honest with yourself, what did he say that was wrong? What did he say that alienates anyone? Who's for what happened yesterday? Because that's that's what you got to ask yourself. If you don't want to listen to Steve Kerr and you don't want to listen to the politicians and you don't want to listen to the grieving parents on the news and you don't want to listen to the reports, you know, what the hell do you want to know then? Because you you clearly aren't a person who can put yourself in the shoes of others. I don't believe you need to have children to feel yesterday. I don't think that that's a thing. You should be able to feel angry and sad immediately upon hearing what had happened again. And so I it bothers me that I know so many people just rolled their eyes yesterday. Oh, God, stick to sports. Da, da. No, we are all here in the same place. We all have jobs to do, but we also are all a citizens of the country. And in being so, we have opinions, we have desires, we have expectations. We all should have expectations for what is being done in our names and as a result of our voting, that the people that we put there are doing things for us. They are protecting us. They are doing the jobs that we gave them to do. They work for us and we forget it every single time. Because right now, if I ran a company and my company did absolute nothing for 10 years, we had a problem 10 years ago and we are 10 years later and the same problem exists and we've done nothing to even attempt to change that, I'm firing everybody. Every single person's out. But we don't do that with politics. We don't. We let them sit and rot while the rest of us suffer. That's all. And I don't give a shit what side you're on, because if you're being honest with yourself, you could pick them on your side and you can pick them on the other side. They're all guilty of it, of inaction and apathy and just sort of passing the time. But why not? Again, we, we give them money to go live a cool life. <laughs> yeah. What do they owe w us? Watching right? Kerr. Except for um, everything. I actually would argue, and I don't want to get too much into my own politics, but I would actually argue that baked into his point is... This is not the same old blame one side and the other side is right and they just can't get it done. Here's the here's the real point right. I think he and others are starting to make. And this is why I'm, again, optimistic that there's a tipping point here. This is, hey, 50 guys, not to mention the president, you have consistently said the things that put you on the right side of history. And then you make an excuse that some norm or some rule or some obstacle is in your way. It's starting to feel like you'd just like to have this issue every two, four, or six years. That solving this problem would actually mm -hmm. give you less to campaign on in the future. And what I think Kerr is getting at, whether he said it explicitly or not, is... Obviously, we're going to blame this group of people over here, but it's time to start blaming the rest of you also, because you can do more. And you know what? Get caught trying right. every once in a while. You're going to tell us about how it won't pass or the court will strike it down. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Let that happen. We will give you more credit for losing that way than just thoughts and prayers. That's what I think Steve Kerr was getting at that's going to resonate with a lot of people. I hope so. Well, they And they had to listen to it all to get that and not just see yep. the face, roll your eyes, change the channel. Listen to it all. 
because that's what really hit me about what he said last night too, was it wasn't, we're not attacking one side. You're all guilty of doing nothing, all of you. And it's just a, because it feels like a lot of hold me backs. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're trying so hard, but they won't play. No, no, you're not trying hard enough. And I, for that reason is why I thought good for him because again, he, he feels like a lot of people should feel like this is not okay. This is not acceptable. It is not worthy of a country that claims to be the best and number one and the most wonderful place in the world. You want to keep saying that and you want to keep claiming it, then let's prove it because we don't look like that. This is children getting slaughtered at school is not, not what you want to put on a brochure for greatest fucking country in the world at all. And we do it over and over again. And the worst part is, is it's Wednesday right now. And I, I don't even want to think about what the next 48 hours have in store for us. And that's a really sad way to be. But it is what it well, is. Beetle, um, I'm happy I get to be a part of this show with you <sighs> and that I know you and that some of what we would talk about in private is now out in the open uh, for people to hear you, hear you without any real, <laughs> there's no nothing between what you yeah. feel and what they're hearing right now. And I think that's, that's cool and fitting for the week we're living in. So thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing, Gabe. Hopefully we don't have to do this again for at least another few weeks. That's all I ask.